Welcome to Variety Bang, the podcast where we bang out episodes in 15 minutes or less. So the next time you're at your favorite fast food restaurant sitting in the drive through lane because someone in front of you has ordered one of everything, you can just give us a listen. All right. Well, this is episode three. It's about woodworking. Uh, full disclosure, I haven't done a lot of woodworking. Uh, I would say I just started the hobby not, not that long ago. And then summertime in Florida hit and it's hot as heck. So I haven't done much of it. So haven't necessarily given up, so to speak, on this on the hobby yet. But there's some things I like and some things I don't like about it. But you know, hopefully, you know, as I go through uh, this episode, you'll understand a little bit more and see if it's for you. Uh, first, I'd like to say that um, I have a big respect for carpenters and woodworkers. Uh, woodworking has probably been around since the time man for, uh, first stood on two feet. It's probably one of the oldest. Um, trades and uh, you know it's very complicated if you think it's as easy as you know slapping some wood together uh, you're wrong because I kind of thought that and then I was uh, very humbled and very surprised that there's a lot to it Uh, just like everything else in life I mean you can have things as simple as you need or they can be as complicated as you want it just depends on, uh, on what you're looking for so for me I got into it and I was quite surprised with some of the things I learned. But first, let's do part one. Why woodworking? Uh, this goes back to the whole boredom thing. Uh, obviously, I really can't do woodworking at night. Uh, you need sufficient light and ventilation to do woodworking. But what I, I, I did do is um, I tried doing it on weekends, and uh, I basically just tried tinkering around, and I watched YouTube channels and YouTube videos, and I read a lot of articles, and and I ended up you know, saying, okay, I'm just going to give it a try. And as far as what tools did I buy or do I own, well, you have your standard fare of uh, handheld tools. You know, you're going to need hammers and screwdrivers and tape measures and speed squares and squares and chisels and files and pliers. And there's there's a lot of different tools you're going to need for woodworking. Now, if you have more of a specific category of woodworking you're going to go into, uh, like let's say you just want to make boxes or even like rings, then, you know, you can have a little bit more of a, a zoomed in, so to speak, uh, tools that you need. You know, you don't need, you know, you, need, you can have more specific tools instead of a general uh, kind of tool that, you know, you can use just for those certain kind of uh, niches that you're trying to fill and that you're, that you're actually working in. But if you're doing like a general uh, carpentry or general woodworking, you need a little bit of everything. Uh, I was going for general woodworking. Also got me into woodworking is basically where I work, we have uh, wooden pallets and they are free. In fact, they actually pay somebody like $12 a pallet to take them away. So I went up to my boss and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about getting into woodworking. Uh, you know, can I, you know, may I please have some pallets? And he's like, Travis, he goes, you could take all the pallets you want because it saves us from having to pay um, someone for taking them. So I said, cool. And that is where my niche I decided to go towards was anything I can make with pallet wood because I believe last time I read uh, the cost of building construction goods, wood and such are coming down in price, but they were at a premium for a long time. I guess maybe with COVID, more people were doing more projects at home and doing home expansions and tackling more things themselves, and it ended up that the the, the, the whole business of building uh, got very expensive, and things were starting to cost a lot of money. So, I mean, you're talking like a piece of plywood that used to be maybe eight bucks was like thir- uh, sorry, like thirty bucks. And I just no, I can't, I can't afford to actually buy any wood. You know, free, uh, you know, free plywood's fine with me. Of course, then you have your own struggles. The transporting them, the transportation of the pallets is no big deal. I do have a truck. It's not a full size. It's basically a 2001 Ford Ranger, but it, it can, I can fit pallets in it comfortably. And then it's a, tearing up the pallets can be kind of a pain. 
you know, there's a lot of um, they're not even nails. It's like a wire. It's like a it's like a screw wire. There's the only way I can explain it. Uh, that that's used to hold the planks. And it's like a big machine that just you know you know staples them in. It can be really hard to pull out. In fact, I've kind of given up on pulling out the staples and the nails and the pallets. I just cut them with the sawzall. They stay in there. As far as I'm concerned, as long as they're not sticking out and they're not going to hurt anybody, they just add to the patina or the overall finish of the product. So, you know, I go for that, you know, truly rustic look because they're pallet wood. It's junk wood. But if they sit outside longer, they get that patina, that graying, that aging, and they actually look pretty nice. So that's what I would work with. I work with pallets. I have made, basically all I've made so far is a work table for myself, a very simple one where I cut a pallet down and then I put a couple, I moved the slats together and uh, I just finished it very simple using screws and I, would, I didn't even bother using any wood glue. I just use a lot of screws. That's a common misconception uh, in woodwork. A lot of people think you're going to be using a lot of nails. New, no, you use a lot of glue and a lot of screws uh, definitely and clamps, use a lot of clamps. But uh, I made myself a very basic, very simple pallet top uh, um, table that I use for my workbench. And I have about a, about a hundred, probably about 150 pounds of tools on it and it doesn't budge. I mean, that's pretty good. I'm pretty proud of that. In fact, when I first built it, I was done. I'm about 300 pound guy myself. I jumped on it and I sat on the top of it. It didn't move. So that's all I've made so far. Cause by the time, well, no, I take that back. I made, you know how you have garden boxes and you can buy like borders for them or you can build some out of brick, you know, you can build a garden box. Oh, I had two pallet pieces left over that I shaved the ends off uh, the support bracket into a point and we drove them in the ground. And basically it's a very simple border in the back by our, our, um, our pet memorial garden. So, and that was my mother's idea to do that. It was very cost effective because, you know, I already got the pallets, I already got all the stuff and it actually looks pretty nice. It's very unique. It's, it's not, I haven't really seen anybody else do that. So I guess it's pretty unique too. So besides that, that's, that's all I built. I had other uh, grand des- designs on, um you know, building, you know, picture frames and, 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 you know, boxes and stuff. And this is stuff that, um, this is stuff that could still happen. and might still happen. I haven't given up on woodworking yet. I've just, the weather in Florida. Okay. I, I got friends of mine who live in New York and they're all like, oh man, you're so lucky you live in Florida. It's warm all the time. It gets so cold up here. Like they're like, yeah, from like November till March, we just have to basically hide inside. I'm like, what do you think we do from July till no- or from May till November in Florida? I was like, I don't go outside if I can avoid it, and I'm not working outside. It's flipping hot, man. It's hell, no way in hell. It's way too damn hot. So, with the heat and all, I haven't really uh, pursued any more efforts. Uh, I haven't put any more effort into pursuing any more projects uh, with with woodworking. Um, that's not to say I won't in the future. Because there are things I could like to do. Plus, on all honesty, I am a homeowner, and that and that's something you know uh, that that I can always use these tools that I bought, you know, uh, to work on my house. And that does happen from time to time. I'm not the handiest guy, but I know a little. And uh, going back to the tools I own that I skipped over real quick, I just basically hand tools, and I do own like a table saw and a small, uh, what I call a chop saw, and a small uh, bench uh, bench sander, and that's it. And that's uh that's all I really needed. Uh, they got the, my basics covered, and and even for a homeowner, that stuff is good because you never know when you're going to need to cut something, or you're never going to know when you need to rip something. I've had to do it before, and I, and I didn't have the tools, and I'm like, well, I don't know what do I do. You know, where do I go, or do I go to Home Depot and see if I can get a piece of wood that's more expensive that I'm going to use for 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 destroying something, basically. But you know, I'm going to destroy it, but you know, I, I need a certain width, and now I can just make it myself. So. Um, this is a hobby where I can definitely see myself, you know, circling back and learning a little bit more about it. Um, as far as what I've learned, uh, I touched on a little earlier. We don't use a lot of nails in, in, in woodworking. You, you use a lot of screws and you use a lot of glue. Those are two things that, uh, that are in heavy supply and a lot of clamps to hold all those things together. Uh, 
I've learned that being able to read a tape measure uh, to the 18th or the 16th or the 24th or whatever it, to the most minuscule measurement is very important. I am not good at it. I am in on a, I admit I am not good at it, but it's important. It's very important. You want to be as precise as possible. You know? And I still have, like I said, some projects I want to do with the palettes when it gets a little cooler out and I'm going to have to practice my tape measure skills, to be honest. And then basically the last question I wrote for myself is, do I like woodworking? Uh, you know, I can see myself liking it when in, in the winter. It's as simple as that. It's, it's, it's a hobby where it, it's, you're standing and you're cutting and you're working. You need room. I can't do it inside. In my garage, you know, it was my mother it lives in my garage. It was converted into a small studio apartment. So I don't have the room to do it inside. I have to do it outside. And it's just, it's just too hot in, in the summer here to do it here. But in the wintertime, I can see myself making shells. There's some very simple, basic things that, that don't require too much skill. Because I don't think I'll ever have really enough skill at woodworking to ever be uh, able to claim myself a professional. And I'm okay with that because uh, the older I get, the more I'm starting to realize that I- I'm good at a lot of things, but I'm really not a master of any. So, and I'm okay with that. It's um, My doctor actually told me, he goes, you know, he goes, would you rather, you know, he, he said he knows a friend of his who at 30 years old got into tennis and he's 50 now and all the guy talks about is tennis, 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 tennis. It's the only hobby this guy has, the only thing he knows, the only thing he enjoys. And meanwhile, I'm sitting there like, well, woodworking and, and metal detecting and painting rocks and CB radios and all these other things that, uh, you know, I've tried and that I like, you know, it, it just depends on, you know, there's nothing wrong with liking just tennis, but me, I like a little bit of everything. So I, I can see myself maybe, you know, sticking with woodworking here and there, doing some real basic things. But nothing too busy, nothing too crazy. I'll never make money off it. I'll never like, you know, oh, look at these shelves I made. I'll just, I'll never be at that that level because I don't have the desire. It's not that I'm not smart enough or I just don't, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care that much about woodworking to really want to be that good. So, all right, well, that's all for episode three. Uh, thanks for listening. I do appreciate it. And like I said, I'm hoping to hear real soon to maybe break up the, uh, uh, the, the storylines a little bit and, and maybe putting some spooky stories from some friends of mine and family. Right around, you know, with the spooky holiday starts October 1st. So I'm going to try to get those done as soon as I can. And uh, until then, uh, take care and I will talk to you soon.